afternoon. Thank you for calling Reinsurance. Giselle speaking. How may I help you? Hi, speak to Linda, please. May I ask who's calling? It's Joey Gingola. Okay, just a moment, Joey. I will see if she's available. This is in regards to... Uh, just let her know I'm calling. Uh, she'll know. Okay, just a moment. Thank you. Good afternoon. Linda, how you doing? It's Joey Gingola. Yeah, how are you? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it. Well, that's the other thing. Again, back to the um, I might, you know, if I if only I had a marketing person on staff that I could just say schedule me and only me to like do a webcam. Do you know, you guys, you between you and Jason and 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 Ryan, you guys are like cool cats with this, you know, video and the web web stuff and the I have a webcam. I don't even know how to use it. I have I don't even I don't even I have this Logitech webcam. I bought new, thinking it. Was going to be all advanced and shit. I don't even know how to turn it on. Linda, first, we're not that cool. I don't. I don't think. Well, maybe Ryan Hanley thinks he's maybe a little bit cooler than us, but we're not that cool. Second, uh, congratulations on being the first guest in show history to um, make me pull out the uh, censorship button. Had to had to had to beep you out there, Linda. I like the edge. I like the attitude. Uh, but what I think needs to be taken away from this, and, and this is going to be a uh, we're going to see a couple examples. We continue to see a couple examples of, of of the mentality that Linda wants to talk herself into. And it's, I want to set this up. It's the excuses that we tell ourselves that aren't true, right? We want to tell ourselves why we can't do something. And then we want to validate that with some sort of reasoning to make ourselves feel better. The question is, is if we actually need to or want to actually have those excuses because or let's put it this way this really is a matter of being comfortable with what you do and how you attract business you don't need to do something just because somebody else is doing it i don't need to sit up here and 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 uh you know do a little marketing shame and tell you how you're not doing business the right way i'm not going to do that it's not like we're at fat camp and i'm shaming you for being you know, 750 pounds. Well, that's probably not possible. Well, it's possible, but for a kid, I don't know. That's going to probably don't have fat camps anymore. I'm going to be honest. That sounds like something that doesn't happen anymore. If it ever did, it was just in a movie. Anyways, I'm not going to do that, right? There, there's not going to be a shaming of any kind of, of what works, what doesn't, what you're doing, what you're not doing, what you know how to do, what you don't know how to do. It's all about understanding where it is that you want to or think you can improve and if you think it's necessary. And the thing that I love about Linda is that while you'll see here and here a couple examples of her talking about the things that she's not necessarily comfortable doing or, or knows a ton about, Linda does what she does and she does it well. And she knows that she doesn't really need it. It's just a matter of knowing when you need that something else. That's the biggest thing that you got to take away from it. But just don't let yourself, I think the biggest thing is, is don't let yourself talk yourself out of something before it already happens. 
That's a great idea, especially since the the problem that I have is, you know, while I have, uh, you know, while improvisation is awesome and I uh, have fun with that, with insurance, I can't just be chattering and bantering about with information that people will then take. To, it's like, well, it's on the Internet, so it must be true. <laughs> I, you know, I need someone to help me script stuff, basically, with snarky, cheeky, keep it real. Sort of like how you are with your newsletters. This is definitely one of my uh, favorite, uh, yeah, we'll say favorite, favorite topics to talk about as, as I'll, I will graciously accept Linda's plug for the newsletter once again. And it's the idea of like Linda likes to, you know, talk off the cuff. As you can hear, she, she lives, uh, her agency, Ray Insurance, I guess I didn't say that, that was Linda Ray at the beginning of the show, pretty bad at that, of Ray Insurance. It's uh, in Sleepy Hollow, New York, so she's uh, outside New Yorker, you can hear it, obviously. And so she is very good at talking off the cuff, but what she said is very true and also not true at the same time. What's very true is, is that obviously you don't want to just go shooting off the mouth and you know, accidentally say something that isn't 100% kosher and then you're talking about a compliance issue, but you can't let that paralyze you into fear of not doing anything. And the absolute biggest secret weapon or trick, just talking from my own personal experience of trying to Again, like Linda mentions, and, and whether it's my writing or my, my videos or even this podcast of, of saying things in a way that isn't uh, dumb insurance speaking, it is semi-entertaining and at least you can swallow it in some capacity. What you have to do is, that, again, it starts with the writing and, and whether or not Linda thinks she needs a writer or not, I don't know. That's, again, that's I, it's up to her to decide. But I would say that if, you know, if you're hearing what Linda is saying, you're thinking the same thing don't automatically assume that that is what you need before you get started. And if you do want to interject that personality and a little bit of humor and just, again, that keeping it real mentality, it takes a long time. It takes a lot of practice to get it right and to be good at it. And you're going to be bad at it for a lot longer than you want to really think. And you're going to ultimately think that you're never going to be good at it. The trick is, is that to, to, to be good at the improv and, and when you have the ability, and this is the only thing this does not apply to is live video. So uh, for whatever reason, agents seem to have taken notice to Facebook Live. So this does not apply here. You can't just pop on your phone and, and try and do this because you only have one take. There is no extra one way. There is no safety net. But if you're creating a, a recorded video or obviously if you're writing an article, if you if you Develop the ability to deliver a line. If you can write it first and then deliver it and then you know improvise off of that, you have a lot of ability to then play with it, edit yourself, and make sure that you are always saying the right thing and, and doing it in a way that is stomachable for people to watch. Definitely not a word. But the biggest thing to keep in mind is that it doesn't happen overnight. You have to practice your writing. You have to practice your on-camera ability, and you have to practice your editing. You're not going to be good at any one of those things instantly. It Again, I always tell people I've been putting videos on YouTube since 2010, you know, 170-some videos, and you can go watch the first 30, 40. I don't know, I say, you know, basically everything except my last one I think is pretty terrible, and usually I'll think my last one is terrible within five to six months. So I'm always thinking that, you know, whatever I have done previously is terrible. So it's, it takes a long time to get to a point to where you think that they're acceptable. 
But guess what? Nobody knows the difference because they don't have anything to compare it to. And I promise that whatever you're able to do is going to be better than the guy that isn't doing it. Hands down, always going to win. Just don't talk yourself out of why you need somebody else to help you do something when you're fully capable of doing it yourself. You just have to put in the time and the effort and the practice to make it happen. You know, so again, am I spending the time tracking? Uh, no. Why? Because, well, I could always write more business, but my phone rings and my emails pop up with, you know, I have a bunch of strategic alliances that I've been, you know, working on for 15 years. So I, I'm getting leads. We do get leads from the internet. I already know that I could be doing more. I already know that. But for right now, with how many people I have, I'm doing fine, you know? So more is always better, I guess, if you have the staff. To, to cover it. We all could be doing something more. There isn't a single one of us. There, you could be doing more. There is, there's probably something that you don't have $172 billion. So obviously there's more in that sense that you could be doing. And I, I will agree that maybe more is always better, but not necessarily. As you again, I said in the beginning of the show, Linda knows what she does and she does it well. Her phone rings, she's getting emails, she's getting leads. She's done business the way that she has been doing business forever, and she it is working still for her. There is no problem. She is comfortable. Would she maybe want more? Maybe. But again, this is about assessing and being aware of, of where you are as an agent or an agency and, and deciding, am I good here? Is this good? Am I happy with my life? Because there's only the person that can answer that question is you. If it's yes, then great. Keep doing it until it doesn't work, and if it doesn't work, be ready to do something else. Otherwise, if it's, well, I'm not really happy, I'd like to get somewhere else, then identify what that something else is, and then maybe try one of these things or you know whatever it is to try and get there. But nobody should try and tell you that you're not doing enough or doing too much or doing too little. It's up to you. If it's working, if it's comfortable, if you're living the life that you are comfortable living, that's all that matters. And the, the thing to keep in mind here is the most important thing is that if it stops working, if what you have done to build your book, to build your business stops working, that's the only time that you need to be prepared to pivot. Now, this whole question, this whole response from Linda came from me asking, I said, hey, Linda, I see some blog posts up here. Where are those coming from? Are you paying somebody to write them? Are you writing them? She said she's actually writing them. And then I was asking you know, what the results are. And that's where you heard her say, why, you know, am I paying attention to it? No, not really. Mainly because, again, she's too busy taking care of the business that she's built up and generated the way that she's always generated it for years. And that's fine. I, I don't know. I could go on. I could go either way on this. I could say, well, yeah, maybe Linda, maybe if you, if, if this is something that you're planning on having in your back pocket for a rainy day, then yeah, keep writing and don't pay all that much attention. Like I just said in the segment before, you need that practice. Nobody's watching. Again, you need to you need to suck to be good and and keeping up with that, keeping that muscle and not being too serious with it. It'll make it easier for you to flip the switch if you have to. Or you could say, well, I, I think this is working. I don't anticipate this not working in the time I've got left in the industry. I'm just going to push all my chips to the table, uh, to the center of the table on this thing. And that's what I'm going to do. And just not even bother with it. Just don't even worry about it. Because again, it's back to that marketing shame. I'm not going to marketing shame you into saying that you have to have content. I'm going to marketing shame you if you're saying, I don't know how everyone is getting all this business without doing all this work and blah, blah, blah. 
again, much like the Gary Vee thing, it's only for the people that are complaining about where they are not at and, and if they want to be someplace else. That's all that's about. Like if you're not complaining, if you have no ambition to do anything else, then don't pay attention to this. It's not even worth your time. But if you're going to sit here and say, I'm not this, I'm not that, I would like to do this, how are you doing that? Then yeah, you might need to listen and you might need to start doing. But again, much like what I love about Linda, she knows what she does well. She knows where her business from. The only thing I am a little surprised about as I was just listening through our conversation and these clips kind of popped up and almost in, in order, I was, I was a little surprised that just a, a little a little bit of insecurity that she had in surrounding some of the things that she has heard myself and some of the other people that you know in the industry, Jason Cass, Ryan Hanley, as us talking about. I would just say, Linda, don't worry about it. You're doing your own thing. And it doesn't matter what we talk about. It's only for those people that don't want to start doing something that is, you know, maybe outdated and, and, and not really the wisest thing to build a, a business on, build a book of business on. But if you've already got an established business on that, then who cares? doesn't matter. No more marketing shame. That's all I want for everybody is the excuses that we tell ourselves that just aren't true only are a product of the direction and ultimately goal of where we're heading. It's up to you to decide what that is and where you're going. Did you know if you do sprints for five to 10 minutes, it's almost the same cardio equivalent of like actually running or doing any type of long duration aerobic cardio workout? Aerobic, Ugh. Anyways, just thought if we're talking efficiency and being effective, I, I, that was an interesting thing. I've actually been trying it out. This has nothing to do with insurance. It's a random fact. I thought you might enjoy it. So if you want to get out there, do some 40-yard sprints for 5 to 10 minutes and get as much work in as a like a 45-hour-long jog. I don't know if you jog. I'm not, a, I'm not much of a jogger. There you go. Give it a shot. I'm trying it myself. But you know what is going to be a full-on insurance sprint? You like that? See how I did that? Mm-hmm is Grow Lab. We've got just like two spots left, I think, officially two spots uh, before we really absolutely bar the doors, nail them shut, and nobody else is getting in. If you do still want to come to Grow Lab, send me an email, joey at growprogram.com. You can send Jason an email, jason at growprogram.com. You can go to growprogram.com slash blog, and there's a big learn more about the Grow Labs box right there on the sidebar. Click that button, and that'll take you to the registration page to learn more about that. Jason, Anna, and I are putting the finishing touches on this thing, and 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 to be honest, I was not as ex well. I've always been excited about it, but after we've really kind of unlocked these last few things here of how we're going to do this, how we're going to sprint through a full day's worth of creating this experience, and how you can take the best of every agent that's there and really start to implement on your strengths and your agency and walk away. How we're gonna do it, it's gonna be awesome. I hope it works, because it's gonna be really cool and it's gonna be intense and we're really gonna get after it. And I wanna meet you, I wanna see you there and I want to talk about your agency and figure out if you're in that camp of I need to do more. And we're not gonna marketing shame you, we're just gonna try and get you results. So again, shoot me an email, joey at growprogram.com or growprogram.com slash blog and get over to the Grow Laboratory page.